Hi there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to a new episode of the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaita, guiding you on this journey of our spiritual human consciousness, expanding consciousness on earth, and talking to amazing light beings all around the world. So today is a little part two to the episode I released on Wednesday, all about self-doubt, soul gifts, and awakening to your purpose. So that episode was a little bit more raw and, you know, just getting real about the leading and trailing edges and what is commonly coming up as we, you know, really walk down this untrodden path. Um, So this episode is going to be a little bit more on the lighter side of you know, what that true bliss and joy is of embracing your soul gifts and soul purpose and how they naturally arise within us. So tune in, make sure to like, subscribe, share with a friend or anyone who could benefit from listening to these episodes and let's dive in. As a reminder, as always, I am offering channel present moment tarot readings, Reiki healing, and spiritual guidance sessions through the link in my bio. You can book through my website or speak to me directly. I do offer free consultation calls um, for spiritual guidance and working together on a more ongoing basis. So if you feel drawn to this process, please feel free to reach out. And if you want to support the podcast, we would deeply appreciate and love it if you felt like sending a donation in exchange for all the energy and time that goes into creating this. And if you really just want to support the mission, we'd love that because I'm also have a little bit of a um i'm working on some new music i have a lot of stuff in the works so if you feel like being a patron of the arts we love that and deeply appreciate it um so right now diving into i'm going to talk a little bit more about how do we discover our soul gifts how do we tap into them what does it mean how do we learn to navigate them and practice them and what does that process look like so I, a lot of people ask me, especially with tarot readings, especially with um, things like channeled music, sound healing, Reiki, people ask me like, how did you learn how to do this? That's like the first thing that people usually ask. Um, and I'll just tell a little bit about my story with tarot and Reiki and all of these other things that kept expanding more and more as I delved into that. So I was gifted a tarot deck when I was 19 um, for Christmas from my aunts. And pretty soon after that, I just started playing with it. I just started sifting through the cards, like reading the different descriptions. And that same day, I became obsessed. (laughs) Like I started giving readings to like everyone in my family, um, doing readings on myself, like just having a lot of fun and playing around with it. And I, I noticed people were telling me like, Oh my God, this is super accurate. Like, how did you know this? Like, this is really okay. Um, and it was just super fun for me and I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed learning about the cards. Um, I started by just like reading out the descriptions and then adding my own interpretation onto them and doing it in kind of like that more literal sense of the word. And so following that process, I also started 
every day in the morning, I would journal and <laughs> I would pull a card for the day and just be like, what do I need to know about today? What's coming for me today? And I would pull a card and I would write down the literal interpretation of it from my booklet or whatever, or look it up and then write down my own interpretation and then kind of just see what happened in that day. And it was like I was using tarot as a therapeutic tool, as a tool for self-awareness, which is really how I feel it, it is meant to be used. I like in terms of divination, predicting the future, there are so many possible timelines for us. There are infinite possibilities in our future and it's constantly changing. So I, you know, doing future readings is cool and it's fun. But for me as a person who is constantly switching timelines, who's constantly jumping and healing on a quantum level, it just doesn't make sense for me to read my future and something that helps me make decisions as well. Something that helps me discern and know a little bit more about what I'm going into what I should know about a situation, what I can expect. And in that way, the tarot has been a huge tool and a huge help. And so I was just doing readings for a few years, just for free, for fun. And what I discovered around last year, after I started, was like a few years in deep in this really deep initiation and awakening that was taking place within me. I found that my crown chakra was expanding a lot and getting upgraded a lot. And I was starting to download and channel information a lot more and a lot easier. And I, these channeled messages started coming out of me, especially for the collective, for people I was connecting with. And it all started on TikTok, <laughs> randomly enough. I would do these lives where I would just offer free readings and based on someone's first name, like all I needed was their first name, I would connect to their energy through the quantum field just by saying their name three times and connect to their energy in the quantum field and then channel through, I would ask their spirit guides, their higher self, their ancestors to channel through me and tell them exactly what they needed to know for this present moment. And I started doing that and it was just on this live and the things that were coming through were very, very profound and very intense. I would start seeing like having visions, seeing things, hearing things. My crown chakra would get very overloaded. Um, and over time, it's like this, the more that I practiced this gift, the more that it developed and the more I was connecting into the Akashic records with that and just downloading knowledge that you know, people that kind of shook people sometimes. Um, but the thing is, the biggest aspect of that is that it's all about what their guides want them to know and want to communicate to them in the moment. So if your guides want you to know about the future, they'll tell you or they'll send it through me. But if they, if they you have an awareness of your Akashic records, if you have an, your consciousness is elevated to the point, or not elevated, but expanded to the point where you have that type of access yourself, you will get that type of access in your reading as well. And for the people who are not ready for that, it's, it's not something that comes up. It's something, you know, a little bit more grounded, a little bit more, t more material. So 
with expanding that gift, what I found in doing tarot and channeling is that over time, it's not even about the cards as much. It's like I, the cards are a beautiful tool and they're a beautiful message and they're very literal and um, I have a deep respect for them always. But at this point, it's kind of more about just straight up connecting to someone's energy and telling them everything and having it just come through in a stream of consciousness in a very natural, very just fluid way. Um, so expanding that gift over the years has been really interesting. And the thing is like when these gifts come online, we cannot control the how, the when, the where, the who, the what, <laughs> how it happens. And Oftentimes it can come through as extremely physically, mentally, and emotionally uncomfortable. And it can come through with headaches, with different ascension symptoms. You can feel like you're going crazy. You don't know what's going on. You can start, you know, hearing random things or seeing random things. Um, and, you know, don't panic because it's all just a product of your consciousness expanding. The more that you work with that energy, the more that you make space for that in your life and release the barriers and release the fears and the self-doubt and doing it this profound shadow work process, that's truly the key to unlocking more and more of these gifts and stepping more into your true essence and your higher self and embodying that power. And what I found is that it's, it is like an instrument, like you become a more finely tuned instrument and some things like happen that I can't understand, like I don't understand or I'll pick up on things in someone's energy field and it's very intense, especially being someone who essentially is an energy alchemization machine. That's what I call myself, like a recycling machine is that I interact with a lot of different people throughout the day and I naturally absorb their energy and transmute it and transform it. And this is something that I, it happens to a lot of people who are light workers or spiritual workers or you're just in service in some ways that you're naturally drawn to taking that energy and recycling it and rejuvenating it and revitalizing it. And that's one of your profound gifts. So in terms of like psychic gifts, like clairaudience, clairvoyance, claircognizance, intuition, whatever people call it, and people are asking like, how do I develop that? How do I access that. The thing is like, we all have those gifts. We all have that access. It's just a measure of becoming more in tune to that frequency. It's just a process of, you know, quieting down and letting our own conscious mind get out of the way so that this higher power and this higher energy can work through us. That's why things like self-doubt, imposter syndrome, self-pity, distractions, you know, they come in as this way of our ego that doesn't understand completely what it is that we're doing. And it's new and it's scary and it's, it can be embarrassing. It can be, it can feel so, so vulnerable, especially when we make that leap, make that big jump and transition into being like, this is, this is what I do now. This is my life now. 
and I'm going to do this. Um, it can be incredibly scary and incredibly vulnerable, but it's so important to be with our parts in that, be with all of our self-doubt in that, be with all of our you know, desire for security, all of our desire for a guarantee or fear or this wanting to give up energy to simply be with that and hold that and allow it to live and give it space. Because at the end of the day, working with that energy is what's going to expand more space within you to allow more light. You know, with these other gifts that have been coming in, it's like sometimes it's like it's like a lot. It can be a lot to process and our bodies need time to process this like almost supernatural level of energy that comes in, but I feel like it is a natural progression as we move in our journey, we naturally become more psychic, we naturally become more in tune and it's not even like I wouldn't even call it being psychic. It's just being aware and being tapped in. And a big part of being tapped in is being aware of the pain that's within you, being aware of your pain body, your emotional body. And, you know, not holding resentment or bypassing that as well. So another really interesting thing that I've been accessing this past year in terms of soul gifts is has to do with my voice and music and the frequency that it holds um, because I've always loved music like that is the one of the first gifts that was given to me in this life was my voice and singing and just this pure joy of singing and being able to share that with others and it's interesting because as when I was a kid I I love to sing. It was just natural for me, but it became something that was almost like commodified by my parents, by my mom, especially, um, who would tell me to like sing at certain events to, for her own, you know, personal desires or reasons or, you know, anything like that. And it kind of felt like sometimes my own voice was taken from me, especially in the amount of training that I did in classical music and opera, musical theater, all these different techniques were drilled into me that really give me gave me a really strong foundation gave me a really strong technical foundation but it also made me kind of lose sense of what is my true voice what is it that i really want to transmit in what i'm doing and what i'm singing and how do i really want to use this gift because there were times when i would just not use it i would just not sing for a long time and i didn't feel like it and i didn't feel worthy of it and or i just felt like i wasn't good at it and i wasn't worth my time even after dedicating my entire life to this craft i i guess i would call it cuz like i do have a degree in this i remember that's when i was like oh damn i actually do like like a professional i guess performer and like how, like, especially in 2020, as I was finishing up my degree in musical theater, I kind of, you know, it was a pandemic and everything. So there was no prospects, really no career prospects other than, you know, online stuff or recording things or like, you know, um, remote shooting videos and stuff. Um, but I also came to the realization after, doing just a few professional auditions that I did not want to be put in a box. I didn't want my voice to be put into a box. I didn't want to 
like be fitting a certain casting guideline that people had in mind. Like I didn't want to be put into a box in that way. And I realized that. And I started to make music with my brother and I would start just improvising and playing around and freestyling. And the more that I did that, I was like, the spark was lit up in me again. It was like this really joy and love for music and for my voice and getting to experiment with a microphone is such, it's so, so, so different than doing musical theater. And I realized that it was like such an opportunity to be way more subtle and way more, not exact necessarily, but it's just to be way more intimate in this space when I was, I was literally just like in my brother's bedroom, like (laughs) just singing into this little microphone and feeling really just like comfortable and relaxed and just creating what I wanted to create. And it was a whole different experience like that with my voice. And I started to really embrace the imperfections of my voice and love the imperfections of my voice and realize how it made the whole thing just so much more unique and real and creative. And that's essentially what I wanted in my art and my performance was to be free, to not be held within the bounds of a director's vision, um, which is a beautiful thing to do, which I, I love doing that as well. But I wanted to be the director of my own life. I wanted to be the, the creator of my own music. And I wanted to let my real authentic voice come through. So that's the kind of the path that I went down since 2020 was just making my own music and making figuring out how to make it work, figuring out like what it means, all the work, all the money, all the different aspects that go into making a piece of work, especially something like an EP, like four songs, like you wouldn't believe how much, how much time and energy and work goes into just making four songs, like from getting the music, the beats, the instrumentals, recording, mixing, mastering, like marketing on top of that. It's so much, but it's an amazing process to get to learn. And I'm so grateful that I've, I've gotten to learn in such an independent way as well and have complete freedom and sovereignty over my vision. And that in itself is one of the greatest gifts. So what I found very interestingly enough, and I haven't told this story before on the podcast, was when it was around this year in October, the Scorpio season, I was going through my first house. So it's all about this like upgrading, up-leveling of self, this rejuvenation, like getting to know yourself. And I had a few days where I got really, really sick. And I was living in a van at the time, in my friend's van. And I was just like super sick. And it was around Halloween. So there was like parties and everything and so much fun going on. But I was like literally bedridden and I couldn't speak. It was like my throat chakra was just offline. I had a really bad fever like chills. It lasted for like three days and then I was okay. So when I came out of these three days of just being pretty isolated, just being very, very ill and weak and just completely asleep, um, I came out of it 
and I was feeling like better. I was feeling a lot better. And my friend invited me to go sing to the sea with him because that's something that he does like a day on the daily. He connects with the ocean and sings to the ocean. So I went and we started out just like singing. I sang some folk songs and he was singing some beautiful native songs that were really moving. And then I was just like, okay, I'm going to like channel something and just see what comes out. I don't know. And I started singing and I started channeling. I started singing and channeling in light language, which for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like this... I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't know where it's coming from, but this is something. Um, it's kind of just like this language of our star family, this really deeply healing and activating sounds that are not bound by our traditional sense of language, but they carry very innate healing patterning, healing codes and frequencies. So I started singing this song in light language, in this language I did not know at all, I didn't understand. And it, I started having these just like visions and feeling this really deep sensation of being held and being healed and being held by this divine mother presence in this song. And after that, I, I felt my voice very differently. I felt like there was this different kind of frequency and vibration coming out of it. And it was like a vibration that I started feeling within my whole body. And I just started playing around and experimenting with that more and more. And I had the opportunity of getting to be surrounded by so many beautiful musicians and getting to jam and play around with them. And the more that I practiced this gift and played with this gift, the more I found that my voice was just carrying this resonance that wasn't there before. It was carrying this vibration and I felt it reverberating through my cells, through my body, like through the spaces where I was in, people were commenting like, wow, this is like very different. And it had this, it carried this very like, like divine mother energy, divine feminine frequency. And I still don't understand what it was or what happened. It was some sort of upgrade. And from then on, I, I like had this feeling like I know that I have to use my voice. I know that I have to share my voice. And the more that I did that, the more just beautiful things would come into my life, just starting with the beautiful sensations that I felt from it and the joy that I felt from it and the, just like the way that it lit me up and absolutely gave me life. And it does like to this day, like if I just sing a little bit, it gives me so much life and so much energy and just the ways that people were responding to it. And the universe was just showing me and firming to me over and over again, like, you got to start doing, you got to do this, you got to do this now. And I would just get like performance opportunities coming in and different things that were very synchronistic. And it's again, it's like, I really believe that things that the manifest the easiest into our lives are the things that are most aligned with our higher self and our soul purpose. That's really what it is. And as more of these opportunities started coming in and I experienced like another level of upgrade, I don't know, around February 22nd, 2022, like 222, 
It was interesting because I had like a live concert booked on sessions, like the first one I had ever done. I was so exhausted that day. I was just in bed like the whole day. I was so, so, so tired. And I just got up to do this concert, even though I really, really didn't want to. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to show up for this, but I'm going to do a meditative journey or a sound, just something very calm and meditative with my voice. And I started just channeling Reiki energy and just doing these humming sounds and connecting these hums to the different chakra points and feeling in my own body and in the recording, which is on YouTube as well, feeling how these different notes were connecting to the different chakras. And I was literally like cleansing my chakras using my voice. And this light language was just channeling through me and feeling the profound healing that was coming in through that. And it was just a totally new experience for me. It was something I had never done before, but I just surrendered to it. And I was just like, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's see what happens. And just, and it just went through, it just came through. And since then I've been using that to heal other people and to heal myself. Like while I'm doing Reiki, either in person or remotely incorporating the sounds, incorporating light language, incorporating the different transmissions that people need in that moment. Because I know for myself personally, when I speak a certain light language, I feel it in my body. I feel it like in my bones, in my spine. Like I feel tingles. I feel specific things. And it's something that I don't fully understand. I could do some more research on it and give you a more solid answer. Um, But as well with that, it's like I've... And it's interesting because since I got to Oaxaca in Mexico, I connected with a master sound healer who we have like a very deep like soul level connection, it feels like. And I started, I went to visit him one day and just to talk to him about doing a possible collaboration. I told him about like what had been happening with my voice, what I was experiencing. And he asked me to stay for one of his sessions. And I... At like at the end of the session, he was playing the handpan and I was singing and I was just channeling this music and these sounds with the intention of healing. And it just came out in this way that felt so pure and so authentic and so angelic in a way that I was, I was receiving that energy and I was giving that energy to all the people in the room, all the people present and just anchoring that frequency through myself and through my voice and through my body. And since then, um, expanding more on that. And even in the music that I do, that is more human and more raw and emotional and just, you know, more about the mundane aspects of life. Um, I've been feeling that same type of resonance. Like when I'm in that space, when I'm in that intention, I feel that resonance come through really easily. And it was interesting because last week we did a meditation together where he was doing sound healing and I was singing and the whole thing was, was completely unplanned, completely fluid, spontaneous, channeled. And I took, we went on this journey together, like through the voice, through the sounds. And I felt the presence of 
angels around me. I felt the presence of Pleiadians around me, of divine mother, of worshiping the earth, of worshiping the water, of the Lemurian healing temples and our connections to these ancient lands. I just felt it all. And it felt like one of those moments when you transcend, you leave your body, but you're in your body and you are connected with everything. And it was just so, such a profound gift to, to give that, to be able to let that move through me. And things like that, moments like that make everything worthwhile. (laughs) It's, it's exhilarating and it's exhilarating in a way because it's also healing people Like the experiences that people had, they were telling me afterwards, they were just transported. For me, the greatest gift that I can live and have is to use my art, use my being, use my body, use my hands, my energy, whatever, to help someone, to heal someone. And if I get to enjoy doing that in the process, that in itself is the most profound gift especially also being in a place, you know, also receiving money for that, receiving love for that, receiving this exchange and feeling that what you're doing really is important and worthy and really is something that is out of this world. Because when we open ourselves up to receive these things without questioning them, without doubting them, and we allow them to move through us, we open up the potential and the possibility for everyone on this planet, for so many beings. We get to live in that untapped potential because this is just the beginning. This is just the first stage of where this gift can go, what I can discover within myself. Like I'm only 22. Like when I think about, you know, what's capable even by the time I'm like 30, like it's profound and it's it's funny because I love that you guys got to hear both sides of this coin because you heard the first episode I I mean if you listen to the first episode it's all about like self-doubt and and fear of embracing your gifts and seeing the light in that and this this one is more about you know that pure moment like I don't know for anyone who's a performer who can relate to this it's like that moment when you get off stage and you know that you just nailed it. Like, you know that you just like, you left your whole heart and soul on that stage and people were changed by your performance. Like anyone who does music or art or, you know, podcasting, speaking, coaching, anything. And you, when you know that like you've created this thing and you've been able to share it and you've been able to give it away and it's created a positive ripple in the world. Like you don't know what you've planted in someone else. Like you don't know what you've inspired in someone else. You change the frequency of the room and you change the frequency of the room that you walk into every time that you're existing. You change the frequency simply through your mere (laughs) existence and your energy. And that is a beautiful gift in itself. I just want to remind anyone who is experiencing self-doubt or is afraid to tap into their full purpose and their full power, you don't need to know what you're doing. (laughs) 
You don't need to have a plan. You don't need to have everything covered. Yeah, it helps. It really helps. Like it helps to be prepared always. But when it comes down to it, it's just about being in that moment and being that vessel and surrendering and allowing the divine to work through you. Because you have no idea what your gifts are. You have no idea what you're capable of to your full, full, fullest potential. It is always, always expanding. So love your gifts, cultivate them, work with them, play with them. Realize that you're a magical, magical being on this earth. No matter what stage you think you're at, like you have the potential to change someone's life. You have the, just by just by being. You have the potential to change the energy of a room just by walking into it. You know, never forget that power that you have and never forget the value of what you've been given and how worthy you are of receiving it as well. But yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you would like to, if you are interested in a little tarot reading or a spiritual guidance session, I haven't even gotten into talking about that yet, but I will at some point because that is the thing that I most, one of the things I absolutely most love to do in the world. And yeah, if you're interested in learning more about that, hit me up. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share. And if you feel like sending a little love exchange or donation, it's always so deeply appreciated and received. And I'm wishing you a beautiful morning, noon, night, afternoon, wherever you are in this crazy world. And I'll see you soon. Bye. And release your resistance. Speak into existence. And release your resistance. Wake up, rise up. Existence and release your existence.